0: Hello and welcome to the podcast. Let's talk about nature versus nurture, the age-old question. What is more important and ultimately what decides the destiny of your life? See, a lot of people think that determined whatever circumstances you have in your life, that determines the outcome of said life. and means that if you had a rough childhood, likely you're gonna have a rough adulthood. If you had a very bad upbringing in terms of a broken home or you didn't have very good role models growing up, that that means that you're going to struggle when you're an adult. Most of the time we believe these things to be true and there's a reason behind that. It's because statistically it's more likely that that's gonna be the case. But does statistics actually prove that this is the norm or that this is 100% accurate. I don't specifically believe that. See, there are many things that go into what a human being is or what a person is or what ultimately what that person decides to make of themselves in their lives. See, it would be easy for me or for anybody else to say that, well, some people are just lucky. See, some people are from the lucky sperm bank and they grew up in, in the best houses and in the best families and a very tight knit and they had a. Billionaire parents and they had all kinds of facilities and things and resources, and they were so privileged and so amazingly blessed to have all these things. And because of that, they have a great life. Some people, I guess that that's the case, but I don't really think that's the majority of people. And I. I would be hard-pressed to find that that is the majority of people, and I'm very skeptical that that would be the case. But in fact, a lot of people that have made it to those heights, that have been incredibly successful in life and that have contributed so many things to society also came from very bad backgrounds, from very troubled backgrounds, from drug addiction, from abuse, from physical abuse, sexual abuse, all kinds of different... Problems and struggles and challenges that they overcame to get to a better place So if that's possible then that sort of disproves the idea that your Background determines your destiny that your circumstances determine your destiny now You may agree or disagree with that. It doesn't really matter to me What matters to me is that you actually use this information not just to apply it to your life. If you apply it to your life, that's gonna be way better. But my main objective with this video and with this podcast in general is to get you to think about stuff. To think about stuff in a different way maybe. To think about stuff that will lead you to take different actions. Because more and more we're starting to find that our our thoughts lead us to lead very different lives the way we think changes our entire outlook of life. And as a result, it changes our actions, it changes our behavior. It may even change our chemical composition. It may change our biochemistry. And in fact, there's more and more research leading to this conclusion. And in fact, I want to read you just a little bit, a little bit of an excerpt, excerpt here from this book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. I'm gonna read you a little bit of a, a paragraph here that is talking specifically about this whole discussion about nature versus nurture. And the idea is change as a choice instead of reaction. Okay? It seems that human nature is such that we balk at changing until things get really bad And we're so uncomfortable that we can no longer go on with business as usual. This is as true for an individual as it is for a society. We wait for crisis, trauma, loss, disease, and tragedy before we get down to looking at who we are, what we are doing, how we are living, what we are feeling, and what we believe or know. In order to embrace true change, often it takes a worst case scenario for us to begin making changes that support our health, relationships, career, family, and future. My message is why wait? We can learn and change in a state of pain and suffering, or we can evolve in a state of joy and inspiration. Most embrace the former. To go with the latter, we just have to make up our minds, and change will probably entail a bit of discomfort, some inconvenience, a break from predictable routine, and a period of not knowing. Now, this basically is very clear in stating that there is no such thing as you permanently being stuck in one place because of your conditioning or because of your upbringing, or something like that. And it actually embraces the idea that change is automatic. Now, if you actually look at the entirety of history, change is automatic, regardless of what you do. In fact, if you just sit around and do nothing, things are going to change around you, and things are going to change for you. And things are going to change uh, with the people that surround you, the, the your work environment, your friends, your career, your relationships. Everything is going to change. Regardless of if you want it to change or not, life goes on, life moves on. And you have two choices, basically. There is one choice to change out of reaction and out of necessity because something is really just uh, gotten into a crisis mode and shit has hit the fan and everything is going to shit. Or you can decide to change in a state of joy and inspiration, right? Like Joe Bender was saying. See, the thing here to understand is we naturally tend to go for the former. And it's just like the book, the book was saying, we naturally tend to wait until shit hits the fan for us to make changes in our lives because we are conditioned this way. We are conditioned to look for what's comfortable, for what's safe, for what's going to give us the immediate pleasure. Our brains are wired this way. It's what we are designed to do because our brain, believe it or not, is not designed to help you win. Your brain is designed to help you survive. And that's a very different outcome survival does not necessarily mean you being happy or you being fulfilled or you being in a great relationship or having the best job or having the best none of that survival just means that you keep breathing that's it regardless of how that comes about so that could mean you sustain yourself on junk food for five years And your body is in all kinds of pain and and discomfort but hey you're breathing you're alive you're still here so your body is designed and your mind is designed to keep you alive it's not designed to make you successful to make you happy to make you fulfilled to make you healthy to make you all these things these are things that we all want and things that we all need in order to feel like our life is worth living but It's not something that comes naturally to us. The only way that these things come to us is through us seeking them out actively and coming from that place of joy and that place of inspiration. So changing our mind and changing our thoughts and changing our focus, mental focus, is going to change the quality of our lives. And it's going to change the outlook that we have on our lives see if we just wait around and wait for things to go bad then guess what something is gonna go bad because everything whatever happens in your life right like I said changes automatic something bad is gonna happen always no matter what happens it doesn't matter how much positive thinking you make it doesn't matter how much affirmations you make it doesn't matter how many times you stand in front of the mirror and say, everything is fine, everything's okay, everything's fine, everything's amazing, everything's fine. Something bad is going to happen. That is just a fact of life. Inevitably, something bad is going to happen in life. One way or the other. But the difference between it being a major catastrophe and destroying you and making you grieve and wallow in your own pain, and it propelling you, into something bigger, into something that affects so many other people, and it becomes a blessing in disguise. The difference between those two things is a mental one. It's a mental difference. It's a difference in focus. It's a difference in attention. It's a difference in your mentality. It's not a difference of circumstance. The circumstance is the same. Something bad is going to happen always. No matter where you are, no matter where you are in the world, some may be worse than others. Yes, absolutely. But does, does that change the fact that of, about what I'm talking about? No, it does not. No matter how bad things might get in your life, you can overcome them. You can get over them. You can use them as leverage to get to a better place. But see, you might think to yourself, well, easy for you to say uh, on the other side of the screen, you don't really understand my pain and my problems and my situation. But the, the, the main thing that's keeping you from getting those results or, the, or to getting to the place that you want to be in your life is you calling it your problems, your situation, your burdens, your whatever it is you make them your own, because they become a part of your identity. And then, as they become a part of your identity, they become harder to change. This is also why there's this whole debate about nature versus Nurture. Because it is easier for us to get stuck in a bad place. It is easier for us to get stuck in that bad place, because, like I said, our brains are designed to keep us alive, not to make us thrive. And so, in doing so, in keeping us alive, it pumps our brain with fear. Because fear keeps us alive. If you put your hand on a fire, and you burn your hand, you don't want to go near a fire ever again. You have this fear about fire because you remember the pain and it's like you relive the experience over and over again. And so in doing so, and in staying away from that fire, you stay alive. But guess what? You also live in fear. And that fear causes you pain, just as if you were next to the fire. And to your subconscious mind, Going over it over and over and over again is the same thing as if you actually being there with your hand on the fire. And so many times this these things get glossed over. So many times people just go over these sort of nuggets, just, just glance over them and not, not really pay attention to the meaning of these words. But pay attention to this, okay? your subconscious mind cannot tell the difference, and this is scientifically proven, your subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between something that you imagine and something that is actually happening. Let me repeat that again for the people in the back. Your subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between something imagined and something that is actually happening. So that means living in fear And replaying that same scenario over and over and over again in your mind leads you to relive the pain, the physical pain over and over and over and over again and get that same pain that you got the first time, that that same experience over and over and over again triggering your brain to feel that pain so many times. And it becomes unbearable and I know that some of you watching this can relate to this and have been there or have done this or maybe they you know somebody who has gone through this, so maybe you you know somebody intimately that's gone through this so how do we avoid this because this is our programming this is how we are built right how can we overcome this nature. Right? Can we overcome our own nature? And so this whole concept of nature versus nurture then becomes sort of you versus nature and versus nurture. So it's sort of fighting your circumstances from, from one side and fighting your nature on the other side. And you're basically in the middle trying to figure out how to get past these two major forces that are pulling you in which way way or the other. So for us to actually understand how to get past nature and nurture, we need to understand ourselves. And we need to understand one very principal thing, who you are. And this is so important and this is so profound and this is a big part where I, I know some people are gonna look at me funny and I know some people are gonna have their eyes roll in the back of their head, but you need to understand that you are not a body, you are not a um, set of experience, you are not your circumstances you are not your upbringing, you are not your family, you are not on any of these things. See, if I asked you, who are you? Really, who are you? Most people would respond with their name. See, I didn't ask for your name. I asked who you are. And so, so then people, if they can't respond with their name, then they would go into a description of their personality, and they would say, "Oh well, I like long walks in the beach, and I like this, and I like reading books, and I like watching Netflix." No, no, no. I didn't ask you for your likes or dislikes. I like. I asked you for who you are. Who are you? And then people would then go into another description of their jobs or their career or whatever it is. No, I did not ask you for your job. Who are you? And when you really get down to it and you really get down to the core of who you are as a human being, it's not your body. It's not your bank account. It's not how many cars you have in your driveway. It's not your job. It's not your family. It's not any of these things. You are a spirit. And I I know that I lost some of you by saying that. But hear me out, okay? You are more than your thoughts. Would you agree with that? You are more than your intrusive thoughts. You are more than your everyday feelings. You are more than your job description. You are more than your bank account. You are more than these things. So... If you really get down to the core of who you are, you are a spirit. Now, you can change that word to whatever it is that makes you feel more comfortable. Maybe you want to change it to a cosmic entity. Maybe you want to change it to soul. Maybe you want to change it to mana or whatever it is. But in your basic core, you are a spirit. And that spirit is very independent of the mind. It is very independent of your circumstances. It is very independent of your body. It's very independent of all these things. And when you understand that, then you start to understand what you can actually do to move your life in the right direction. And so in order to move your life in the right direction, then after understanding yourself, need to understanding the limitations of yourself of your soul of your spirit of your uh manna or whatever it is right once you understand the limitations of your body of your voice of your environment whatever it is then you need to start working on ways that you can overcome those limitations. And you need to also understand that what you believe to be your limitations can be skewed by your perceptions or your beliefs about your limitations. See, there's this story going around, not just the internet, but really the the entire world about Roger Bannister And maybe you've heard the name, maybe you haven't. I'll just recap for the people who haven't. Roger Bannister was a man who basically did the impossible in that time. In the time that he was alive, basically every single person, every single expert, every single athlete, every single coach, every single uh, physical expert or, or scientist or anything related to sports and athletics and all these things, were saying that it was physically impossible for a human being to run the distance of a mile in under four minutes. The idea was that the four-minute mile was impossible. It was physically impossible for a human being to do that. In comes Roger Bannister and he actually does it, he actually breaks the record and he runs a full mile in under four minutes. What happens after he does it? After he breaks that myth or that belief that it is physically impossible for human beings to do that. And remember. Throughout history or at least throughout recorded history, nobody had done it before that, right? Throughout hundreds of years, nobody had done that. And so after he does it, somebody else breaks that record and somebody else breaks it and somebody else and somebody else and somebody else and somebody else. And And we get to today where It's actually a um, requirement just to qualify for track and field to run a mile in under four minutes. And this is the standard now. It used to be impossible. Now this is the standard. And so many times we take that same approach to our own lives. And so we say, oh, no, it's impossible for me to... Let's put an example. Uh, it's, it's impossible for me to lose weight because I've tried everything and nothing works and I'm just big boned and I'm just I just have bad DNA and my parents were overweight and I'm overweight and my uncles were, were overweight and everybody was overweight and and I just can't do it. But is that the truth? No. See, if you had tried everything, everything, I mean everything, you would have found a solution by now. But you have because you haven't tried everything. See, it is possible for somebody to lose weight. In fact, you would go on Google just now, right? You can go on YouTube or Google or or Quora or Reddit or whatever it is, and you can find ways to lose weight. But yeah, there's not a lack of of knowledge about how to lose weight. You could find it out on your own, you can hire a trainer, you can go to the gym, there's a million ways that you can lose weight. But what sometimes becomes comfortable is that idea that if, if I say I can't, if I basically say that is impossible, then I don't have to try anymore. And then I can get away with the excuse of saying, well, I can't do it. Therefore, I shouldn't try. I shouldn't even start looking anymore. And because of that, then you actually get worse and you get worse and you get worse and you get worse and you start climbing down that rabbit hole. And maybe you've been in that situation. Maybe you are in that situation. I don't know, but the main thing that we need to Keep in mind here is that in order for us to overcome that we need to understand the actual limitations not what's perceived as a limitation but what is actually a limitation is it real is it a real limitation or am I just making excuses or is it a perceived limitation we need to question these things right? Maybe a lot of people around us are telling us that what we want to do is impossible, just like Roger Bannister. But he proved them wrong. How did he do that? Because he questioned it. There's no way that he could have done it without questioning, is this actually impossible? Could somebody actually do this? And so he tested it. And he tested it, and he tested it, and he tested it, until he made it a reality. And that's exactly what you need to do. You need to test your limitations. That's step three. Okay, so we talked about understanding who you are. Secondly, understanding your limitations. Thirdly, questioning those limitations. And testing them, and pushing them. And then using What you can do to produce the results that you want from a place of inspiration, from a place of joy. Because this survival mind filled with fear and doubts and second-guessing and questioning, that is not who you are. That is not your essence. That is not your spirit. That is not your soul. That is not any of that. It is just your primitive brain kicking into gear trying to get you to survive as if you were outside in a cave uh, being chased by mountain lions but that's not the case at least not in this situation at least not if you're watching this video on YouTube or on Spotify see so the main thing that we need to understand here is Coming back to the roots and coming back to who you are allows you to get rid of the fear, get rid of the survival mind. get rid of the questioning and the second guessing and get to a place where you can take better decisions and you understand your limitations, your real limitations, you understand how far those boundaries are because you've pushed them, right? And you have a new perception of what you can and can't do. And then you get a vision. You get a target. You get a goal. And I don't really like calling them goals because so many people create goals and they never even check up on them or follow through with them or or even remotely measure them. They just write it on a piece of paper or on a blackboard or somewhere and just forget about it and nothing gets done. But see, I like more calling it an outcome, right? Because I'm looking for a result. I'm looking for a specific result. I'm looking for for an outcome, okay? Now, that outcome can come about in many different ways. And so many times also when we get to a goal, and we call it a goal, we get fixated on how we're gonna get there. We get fixated on Just, I mean, like, I want to get, like, a CEO job at Apple, right? Just for an example, right? So if I want to get that CEO job at Apple, then that's a very specific goal. That's extremely specific and extremely hard to get. So maybe I go about just working toward it and working and working and working toward it. And maybe I don't get that CEO job at Apple, but I get a CEO job at Dell computers. It's not necessarily Apple, but it is a CEO job. So am I going to scoff at this opportunity with Dell because it's not exactly what I wanted? Or am I going to take advantage of this and maybe even use it as a stepping stone to get to where I want to go? We need to be very, very determined in what we want, and we also need to be flexible in our approach to those things. So just to recap here, because I know I've been saying a lot, uh, this whole idea of nature versus nurture, the whole idea is that these things control our destiny, that nurture Meaning your environment, the people around you, the people who raise you, your friends, your peers, determine your destiny. I believe. And a lot of other people who are very successful, more successful than me, and more successful maybe than yourself. I don't know. Maybe you're more successful than me. I don't know. But a lot of people that are very successful believe that that's complete bullshit. It's bullshit that... You can't overcome those things. They can't, you can't override that programming. On the other hand, we have nature. And like I said, our brain is naturally wired to be scared, to be conservative, to be uh, reserved because it's designed to make us survive. It's not designed to make us happy. And then, that nature, can we overcome that? Can we actually override that in order for us to be fulfilled and successful? Yes. Yes, we can. At least, I believe we can. And a lot of very successful people believe we can as well. So. After understanding that we can't override these two things and it's not a choice of one or the other, then we come to what I was talking about just now. First understanding who you are, not just your name, not just your job title, not just the people around your, the amount of money in your bank account, but who you are as an entity. If you want to see it that way, right? Who you are, Then understanding your real limitation, your real limitations, pushing the boundaries of those limitations to see which ones are real, which ones are fake, which ones are perceived, which ones are physical, which ones are mental, all of these things, pushing those boundaries. Finally, getting a clear vision of where you want to go. And final step, moving towards it every day. Taking one kind of action every day, no matter what it is, no matter how small, making some kind of progress in your life so that you can get to that outcome. Now, I know this has been kind of long winded, but I made this podcast because I want to share this knowledge with people because this knowledge is something I've been gathering over the years in order to help people like you watching this, hearing this. I want to help people better their lives and have a better quality of life. Because if you understand what I've just been talking about for this half hour, right? If you understand these things, not just intellectually, but you understand these things emotionally or vividly, you actually start to understand that you can influence the outcome of your life no matter where you are, no matter how messed up things are, no matter how messed up your childhood was, no matter how messed up your current situation is, you can overcome anything, and you can do anything. And I know that sounds corny, and I know that sounds overused, but it's true, and it's absolutely true. And there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to do that. And I think that so many times, especially in today's age, We need a constant reminder of that. We need a constant reminder that we are more than our circumstances. You are not your failed relationship. You are not your bank account balance. You are not your job that you got fired from. You are not your addiction. You are not your your struggles with depression. You are not your struggles with anger. You are not any of those things. You are something, you are something that is bigger than that. You are something that is transcendental. You are something that is connected to everything around you. And that is important. And that is worth. Fighting for. And if you're listening to the sound of my voice, okay, and this makes any kind of sense to you whatsoever, I want you to take this moment right now, as you're listening to my voice, and yeah, I want you to get up physically, up out of your chair, or whatever it is, where you're listening to this or working, or I don't care if people think you're crazy, I want you to actually stand up physically. And I want you to stand in a way where you feel completely confident in your own skin and determined. And I want you to take one action, one small action, whatever it is. It doesn't matter if it's just calling somebody or texting somebody or whatever it is. Take one action that takes you closer. where you want to be one one single action that's the only thing i'm asking if this resonates with you in any sort of way i want you to take one action today right now don't put it down for later don't write it down and then forget about it just right now okay take that action and move your life to where it you want it to be. And if you do that, and if you follow that practice every day, just one small, tiny action every day that takes you forward, you will be amazed at what you can accomplish. Guys, I'm so grateful for you to be here at the end of this show, because not too many people would have stayed for all of this babble. <laughs> and guys, I appreciate you. If you want to support the channel, or you want to support the podcast, you can do it with links in the description. And you also, if you are looking for specialized one-on-one coaching, we also have links for that in the description. Guys, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the channel, and I'll see you on the next episode.